You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. I'm going to rejoice in this day, this Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I'm going to give a big shout out to each and every one of our listeners this morning and tell you happy Wednesday. And I and Diane, we are excited that you tune in to WMIE to listen to Make Your Day Count. We want to welcome you this morning and welcome you like we sing in church, welcome Holy Spirit, welcome Holy Spirit in this place. We want to welcome you out there. The Holy Spirit is in the studio, mm-hmm. and so now we want to welcome you to join us and the Holy Spirit as we go through this teaching. You, you got to see it in order to do it. You can't do it unless you see it. You have to see it in order to believe it. And when you believe it, you will do it. Go ahead, Diane. We've been in John chapter 11. Our theme for this month is your choices determine what you become. So we have to see in faith. We have to believe. We have to do. And then we bring forth the proof. So we left off in John chapter 11. And we were talking about Jesus receiving word that Lazarus was sick. And he was able to say this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So Jesus didn't see Lazarus' situation as the end. Mm-hmm. He didn't see it as unto death. He mm-hmm. saw it as an opportunity for the glory of God. So he saw that for Lazarus. And then when he went, he waited, the Bible says in John chapter 11, yeah. verse 6, that he waited two more days in the place where he was before he went and started his journey to the place where Lazarus was. Yeah, come on. And the disciples yeah. said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and you're going there again Mm -hmm. so now jesus he was able to see for lazarus but now he also has to be able to see for himself yes that he will be able to arise safely to the place where he is set to go he has to see it for himself a lot of times people can easily see for somebody else oh it's going to be fine your situation is going to turn around yeah it's good for you we could see for other people but then when adversity comes against us, we can't see the same, <laughs> the same way. Our eyes are being um, blindfolded because the situation now is pertaining to us. So Jesus, he was able to see the best outcome for Lazarus, and he was able to see the best outcome for himself. So they go, and verse um, 11 says, mm-hmm. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps. But I go that I may wake him up. So he had a purpose for his journey. When you are moving on purpose, the opposition cannot stop you. When you are moving on purpose, every stone thrower got to hold their stone. (laughs) When you are moving on purpose, when you are moving in the way of which you should go, that God has already preordained for you. And Jesus, he already knew that Lazarus' sickness was not unto death, but it was for the glory of God. He knew that he was going to the place where Lazarus was and that he was going to wake him up. So he had a specific purpose. So he didn't let the haters, he didn't let the conspiracy stop him. He continued to go. Verse 12, then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. 
However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus, Lazarus is, is dead. dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. <laughs> so when Jesus came, okay, so all this is going on, right? There's this conversation that's taking place um, with the disciples. Remember, they're still working their faith. They're still operating in trying to do in order to prove it unto them. They're seeing a lot of things that Jesus is doing. Jesus is the one that's bringing forth the proof, but they have to now have the word true unto them. them. They have to believe it enough to do it. They're seeing Jesus's proof, but Jesus's proof is not the same as their proof because you'll see in as they develop, as they begin to get their own proof based off of what they believed, then that's when you start seeing the um, multiplication of the church and the signs and wonders that were taking place at the hands of some of these same people here that we see cowarding and operating in unbelief. When they learned how to believe for themselves, when they learned to do the work of him who sent them, they had the proof then in their own life. It wasn't just Jesus's proof that they were looking at, but they had proof that they generated in their doing because they began to believe. In, in, in the old story, as you read it, Jesus says first, his sickness is not unto death. So we got to look at all what is happening here, the conversation. Lazarus' sickness is not unto death. Therefore, Jesus waited. Then Jesus decided, let's go. Now, the disciple says, how are you going to go? Because they're going to kill you. Because that you can't go back that, to that town, in that place. Because they're going to stone you. And that's the place where they will kill you. Jesus says, Jesus didn't uh, hesitate. Jesus continued to look at Lazarus. He says, let's go and wake Lazarus up because he sleeps. Then they said, okay. They didn't want Jesus to go. They says, well, if he sleeps, he will get well. <laughs> So if he's sleeping, he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll get well. Jesus said, no. He's plainly, Jesus make it plain now. Jesus says, wait. Lazarus is dead. And I am going to wake him from the sleep of death. That's what I'm going to do. Then, look at this, Dan. Thomas says, oh, he's determined to go. So let's go and die with him because they're going to kill him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just go with him. Uh, we'll, we'll also die with him because he's going back into that town where they sought to kill him. You know, so oh, faith, they didn't have the faith yet where Jesus has. And Jesus clearly says, you will see the glory of God. It is for your good. You will see how God works. Take it from there, Dad. <laughs> and then with how he said, let us, let us also go that we <laughs> may die, die with them. That shows that they were the, 
at the point yeah. where they didn't have um, the point of no return, return I guess you yeah. say. That's the yeah. expression. They were at the point of no return. They knew they couldn't go back yeah. to what they used to do. Yeah. They knew they couldn't go that way. But they were still believing for the courage, yeah. believing for the strength, believing for the faith to be able to go forth in doing to bring forth their proof. So they weren't at the point where they actually thought that they were going to make it, but they were at the point where they knew they couldn't go back. Right. And a lot of us, you know, we come to that point where we realize, well, I know I ain't going back. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen, but I know I'm not going backward. I know that's one direction I'm not going in. I'm not going backward. So they were willing then to go forward, even though they weren't too optimistic about it, but they just knew they weren't going backward. So in the season of Thanksgiving, that's something for us to be thankful for, that I might not know everything, but yes. I know I'm not going backwards. Yeah. I know that I, I refuse to be a dog returning to my own vomit. That's not going to be me in Proverbs. Yeah. <laughs> Only a dog returns to his own vomit. No, that's not me. I'm not going backwards. I'm moving forward. Yes. Verse 17. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. So this is the scene now that Jesus is walking up on. Lazarus, he was already placed in the tomb, in the burial place, and he had been there for four days. Verse 18, now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. So she had a measure of faith, but her measure of faith was for the past. She said, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. So she was not operating in now faith. She had faith for the past, yes. but she did not have faith for right then. If you would have been here then this situation wouldn't have come upon us. Our brother wouldn't have died. Verse 20. And then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 22. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So she had faith for the future. Yes. So she's showing her faith for the past. She's showing her faith for the future. But, but not she's not for right now. now. The present. You know, we have that mindset. Okay, well, someday it got to get better. What about right now? Can today yeah. be that day? Someday my family has to reconcile. Well, can it be right now? Can it be today? The day before Thanksgiving? Yeah. So we have to have now faith. faith. Not just faith or what could have been what should have been, what might be in the future, but faith for right now. Verse 20 or 23, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Yeah. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And when she heard these things, she went her way and secretly 
called Mary her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. So she's saying she believes. Yes. But she's secretly going to her sister and telling her sister, Hey, Jesus is calling for you. Because why? Because she believed that her sister had more faith than her. So she wanted to see her sister's response to the situation. She believed her sister had more faith. She secretly goes to her sister and she says, hey, the teacher has come and he's calling for you. There's no indication in the text that he told her to go get Mary. And if he did tell her to go get Mary, then she wouldn't have to go secretly to go tell her the information. Verse 29, as soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. Okay, now, if we if we think about back in previous text, Mary was the one who was at the feet of Jesus. Martha was the one who was very busy, and she was handling the household tasks during Jesus's um, previous visit. And remember, it had got to the point where Martha was like, hey, can you get Mary to help me with some of these tasks? Yes. Because I'm running around here doing everything. You know, but doing all the hospitality, getting all the food ready, caring for the house and such. And Mary, she just over there chilling, listening to everything that you're saying. And Jesus had told them then that Mary had took the better part because she was receiving the word. Well, what was the word doing? It was bringing forth, developing her faith and her belief. So now even Martha going back and saying secretly unto Mary, hey, we need you to address the situation. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Make your day Thank count. you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You are listening to WMIE, Bavard's home for the very best in contemporary, modern praise and worship music. 91.5 FM. It's time to let the light in, let the light in. Hello everyone and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin in Cherish of France. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. So join us today as we look at the Bible, life as a believer in Christ, and how to be relevant as a church reaching out to a modern world with the message of Jesus Christ.